Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. One of the stories in college football off the field that affects Michigan State with their head coach in Mel Tucker that popped out a couple of days ago and then really heated up even more so on uh, Monday is the Mel Tucker, Michigan State, Brenda Tracy and uh, this doesn't look like it's going to end well for Mel Tucker. He's been suspended uh, indefinitely. And we're joined by John Bryce of footballscoop.com. John, how ugly is this going to get? I mean, it's already uh, just completely heinous and, and remarkably ugly, especially when you consider uh, the backdrop at Michigan State of, of the past decade with Dr. Larry Nasser and what um, vile acts he was convicted of committing. So uh, this is, this is deplorable on every level because this is uh, somebody who is supposed to be the face, not just of the program, but really of the university alongside Tom Izzo, the basketball coach. And this is also supposed to be somebody who is uh, molding young men. John, is there any way he steers out of this? It, it's hard to see a path forward for this from this for Mel Tucker, particularly uh, as we've learned today, that Michigan State has already um, removed his images from within the football operations building, uh, particularly when uh, recruits are abandoning ship left and right. Uh, and, and just when you consider that, that Brenda Tracy has flat out challenged him to publicly testify, as she intends to do next month when Michigan State holds this hearing, I also think that um, Michigan State not scheduling the hearing until October 5th or 6th, whenever it is, because that's Michigan State's open date on its football schedule, uh, is an absolute lack of leadership. So, John, where are we as far as the timeline right now? Like, it came out that, uh, you know, there were these allegations, right? And then uh, Mel Tucker eventually responded. Has, has anything else come out since his initial kind of pushback? Or I guess it was, right, Brenda Tracy saying that she was going to testify. Anything since that yesterday? Uh, well, I mean, today has just been uh, – Again, the word continuing to trickle out that Michigan State has removed his images right. from the building. They've already made these moves to, to name an interim coach to bring back Mark D'Antonio in an advisory role. Um, it's already causing a cratering effect to Michigan State recruiting. And so, yeah, there's just the, the continual residuals from all of that. So uh, this was a Title IX or is a Title IX case. Did Michigan State's administration handle this correctly? Because there's thoughts that – 
one, they're not supposed to be a part of it. They're not supposed to know anything until it is released. But is there th- are there thoughts that they knew about this much earlier and they should have reacted to it sooner? Yeah, I mean, the, the, look, they, they knew about it earlier because they uh, enacted a third-party law firm to, to do an investigation, and the report has been concluded, and they scheduled this hearing. So there's no question that it's uh, been known about by pertinent leaders. Um, maybe they're saying that they didn't know the complete details of it, um, but if you don't know the complete details of it and you're worried about it, you schedule that hearing for a lot sooner than October 5th or 6th. So, John, does this kind of boil down to, like, even if, and I, I, I said this on a podcast earlier, that even if he's telling this 100% truth in this story, which uh, seems unlikely, but it's still he's put himself in this awful position for Michigan State. Yeah, it's, it, uh, again, and I believe he was on a actual Michigan State trip uh, at the time that the alleged incident took place over the phone, and so he was uh, technically on university business. And again, you're dealing with somebody. Uh, I actually uh, used to co-host a syndicated radio show in Tennessee with Chris Lowe of ESPN. We had Brenda Tracy on our program several years ago as she made her way around the country speaking about. Um, you know, sexual violence and trying to help educate football programs across the country. So this is um, this is not just a bizarre incident on its own um, that would be bad enough, but then you're talking about the singularly most recognizable, invisible crusader against sexual violence in all of college athletics, and you've made these decisions. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a completely untenable situation for Mel Tucker and for Michigan State, and, it, and it's another completely avoidable uh, embarrassment, flat-out embarrassment for the school. Any indication, John, of, of whether or not he's going to try and say, okay, let's let's throw it all out there in the open? I mean, I guess his position is maintaining that, you know, it was consensual or what have you. She's obviously said otherwise, but any sense for, you know, whether or not Mel Tucker will just try to fade into the night, or is this something that you think he'll try to fight in some manner? No, it's been indicated to us at Football Scoop that he definitely – intends to try and fight this um but again i don't know the practicality of him testifying sure. in, in any sort of public nature i don't know even if that would be open to, to the media or the general public to attend that type of title nine hearing but um yeah he he will try to fight this on, on some sort of level but it's just hard to see a path forward for him mel tucker of course now is uh, he's all but gone he's gone but my question is um when you look at what he's done and what they signed him to, how much, let's say, no matter what, this is a bad deal. Is this also Michigan State one embarrassed and they should fire him? And how much of it is they want to get rid of the contract that they probably overextended themselves on two years ago? Yeah, that's uh, that's the question we probably have to have some truth theorem to get an actual straight answer on. But that's uh, that's the question that I promise you we've already heard from numerous coaches around the country is, um, you know, wow, this is absurd. You can't do that. And this is also uh, completely letting Michigan State off the hook for one of the most reckless uh, and irresponsible contracts that we've seen. I mean, look, when when Texas A&M has given crazy money to Jimbo Fisher, well, Jimbo Fisher has been a a proven program builder with a national championship. You gave it to Mel Tucker uh, after one decent year, really. And, um, just completely inexplicable and 
Um, somebody, I, whoever made the decision to give the contract and give those terms to it, I'm a terrible poker player. I would like to play poker with that person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. John, uh, you mentioned the recruiting bottoming out for Michigan State. Uh, it's too early to know who their next head coach would be. Do they stay in the Michigan State ladder or do they go outside and try a massive reboot because they've shown themselves willing to pay big money for a head coach. Do they use that money to go after someone who is proven? Well, I mean, look, Pat Narduzzi is beloved there. He has a strong history there, uh, and he's done a really, really solid job at Pittsburgh, a place that, that doesn't have a ton of resources, that has a lot working against it in a state much like Michigan. Uh, where Michigan State is number two to Michigan and Pittsburgh is number two to Penn State. Uh, so he's a guy whose name we will hear, have heard, will continue to hear uh, until the situation is revol- uh, resolved. If Michigan State wants to try to go a more offensive-minded route, then you look at a guy like Tyson Helton maybe at Western Kentucky who's done some great things, who's had a very exciting offense, who's won games without the most talent and who's also been at some big-time places and can recruit all over the country. Uh, it, it really just depends on what they see as needing to prioritize and value in this next move. John, I know it's hard to say or speak for an entire fan base because there's just so many you know, variables, but what's kind of the general feedback or – I guess, reaction that you've seen from the Michigan State faithful about this whole ordeal. Obviously, there's embarrassment, of course, but just kind of what is the general vibe as far as how this is is sort of unfolding so quickly um, in front of their faces? Yeah, uh, I live in in South Bend, Indiana, guys. I've got a really close friend here whose brother is a Michigan State graduate, and and the word you just said is the prevailing sentiment, embarrassment. It's just complete embarrassment. I would consider the other terms to be disbelief and then and then also asking how could you be so reckless um particularly at at any institution at any level right now um with where things are but particularly at a place like michigan state that's already had that sort of uh just heinous embarrassing situation with larry nasser and and paid uh and continues to pay for for lawsuits that stem from that so that that's the overarching sentiment is just disbelief recklessness and embarrassment will other administrators or upper level have their jobs in jeopardy because of how this was handled well i think you have to look very closely at that possibility and uh, again we're at the tip of the iceberg so to speak this is a story that's been unfolding really since after midnight saturday night um so we're we're still almost in the discovery phase we don't know yet what we don't know we're going to find out much more information, presumably no later than that first full week of October. But it's it's hard to think this is just siloed to Mel Tucker. There has to be repercussions for additional people on the hills. I have one other question, and this is a legal question, so I'm not sure. They both have admitted to deleting text messages. Tucker saying, I believe that because he gets so many, and then Brenda Tracy, she deleted hers as well. Does that come into play whatsoever? And if it ever got to a deeper lawsuit between one or the other can they find those text messages if they're on the server yeah i mean we we've seen it in far more significant uh government cases where a deleted text message can still be a recovered text message and and again those those have been situations of of national security of international trade laws uh, things like that those are those are far more important 
than college athletics. But yes, if, if it goes that far and you can subpoena a company and get them to cooperate, um, be it a Verizon or a Sprint or, or whomever, AT&T, if you can subpoena that company and get them to search their servers, then yeah, it, it's hard to, my understanding is it's hard to truly delete a text message forever um, in, with today's technology. Thank you very much. Uh, John Bryce of Football Scoop, I happen to see his story. We've had Zach on before, Zach Barnett. Great stuff, John. Thank you so much for being a part of the show with the latest on that story involving Michigan State. Head coach Mel Tucker, he's out, uh, all but out, and uh, and then Brenda Tracy, too. It's yeah. wild. He's wearing the same little pullover that I am in his profile yeah. picture. I noticed that. I was like, wow, he's wearing the same exact one. That's, I don't know what the odds are of that, but uh, that's cool. And that was good stuff from John, who's done some good writing on this already. And, um, yeah, I don't know about how y'all's guys' reactions were, but I saw Mel Tucker and I saw Brenda Tracy, and I was like, what's going on here? Because um, we obviously, you know, know of her and um, – you know, her past when she came to speak to Baylor and how that went to complete hell, for lack of a better term, uh, for, uh, you know, the intentions to be good. It did not turn out that way at all. And I know that she was very critical in the months after, and that was kind of the last I saw of her, honestly. Uh, and that was a few years ago now at this point. And so when I saw it, I was like, what is this about? And, man, it was like, whoa, buddy. Um, okay, then. And, yeah, well, I mean, and you know what? Like, I'm glad you asked the question because it's only fair that your mind immediately goes to that contract and go like, okay, mm-hmm. like how much, and with all due respect, but like your mind has to go there if you're being honest about the situation. And so it is very puzzling and, and we'll definitely have to learn more about this. Well, look, and he, if, if there was a, because the, the question you'd have to ask is if this was something that they could, and this is the ultimate cynical response to it, if they're going to, have a settlement to the accuser and then that person would sign an NDA. Is this something that you would keep Mel Tucker on if he was winning? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, there's no so, question yeah. Yeah. If, if he so, was three and all and I just put it to the side. Sure. Yeah. yeah so that's the cynical way to look at it. And like the, the only answer to this is if he behaved inappropriately, then it doesn't matter if you're winning or not, you're supposed yeah. to fire the guy. Right. Because well, remember what happened to uh, Chris Beard. At Texas, yeah. right? That, look, Texas handled that the exact right way. It was inappropriate. He brought negative attention to the university. He put himself in a situation where you're like, well, how are you supposed to explain to young men, don't get yourself in this situation when you have very much been in it? Like, you, you can't you can't be the leader of these guys anymore. We have to let you go. And then Mel Tucker, it's the same thing. You like, Look, his Google search for the rest of his life, it's not going to say, like, when you Google Mel Tucker, it's not going to say Mel Tucker, Michigan State football coach. Or his going to say, Mel, that he say yeah. Mel Tucker and what happened on the phone. Yep. That's what's going to happen. And so Michigan State's got to let him go. Hit to put himself in that position when you're at – here's the other thing. It's much like, you know, any school, but particularly Baylor. We've seen it here. Baylor cannot take a chance on a kid that got suspended from a school in high school. They can't do that. No matter what he did. You know, if a kid got suspended from school because of what happened here in 2016, Baylor has to have a different – they have to – well, I can't, can't recruit that kid. No matter what it is. Is there a time lapse on that? I, who, I mean, I, I'm just it, it's arbitrary, like, but it's arbitrary. And it's like no one's going to tell Baylor, like, hey, 
it's time. You can now. So they just have to, for as long as it appears that the that's out there, not take those chances. Michigan State has one of the worst scandals in the history of scandals under its belt. So they can't afford to to have people making these decisions. They can't. And it looks like they maybe didn't handle this one great again either. So what have you learned, Michigan State? Just hope that the crime is lesser because obviously this, I guess, is. But even still, like, it's just it, – it's bad all over. Well, you're right to take the Sinks view because this is college football. Mm-hmm. And that's typically, you know, you don't want to think of the most rotten decision-making and the, 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 the bad decisions that are made. But, I mean, quite often, guys, as we've seen from various scandals and various personalities, like – it's you know it's not anything new in college football necessarily to you know we've been conditioned to be cynical about these coaches and some of the things that that happen so yeah I think that's where a lot of people's minds went immediately it was like well what about the buyout is this them trying to get out of that but obviously there's a lot more to it um and just man I feel for like just a Michigan State fan out there who's just like hey football season's here great let's see what Mel Tucker can do if he can get this thing going and Boom. I mean, maybe some of them are excited about the opportunity that they have to go get a new coach, but to get to it this way he was is the not the way of the that show. you want to do it. And, um, yeah, that's just a bad deal for a school that's already had a bunch of bad deals here in, in recent memory. And, uh, yeah, you got to look long and deep at, at kind of what's going on there um, and, you know, how this all unfolded needs to be looked into deeply, and it will be from the sounds of it, uh, to get more information because it is – you know, something that just sort of popped and we reacted to it, but it seems like there's a lot more layers to what actually this really was. The only thing that we do know for sure is it's definitely fireable and Mel Tucker is on his way out. Like yeah. that, that we do know. Yeah, he's done. And, um, and that, that is uh, the, the one for sure thing. But yeah, just a the title not yet. ugly situation. The title nine is if there's a complaint, the school has to be eliminated from the decision. They have to be eliminated from all of it. They have to bring in an outside person, right? But but there's Title IX. Well, we've discussed this before because of what Baylor had one time after another, after another, after another. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.